over the top was sumptuous, and Sanchez's skills were sublime. Oh, Rodman! Rodman! The number two pick scores for the Spirit! And the This is Annie Elliott. I'm here uh, once again with Joe Andre and Joe and Andre. It's been a long day already to talk about the Washington spirit. How are you two both doing? I'm excited. No more fire <laughs> answers. I'm, I'm excited. There we go. I love that energy. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I'm probably going to be the tired one, but I always have energy when we're talking about the spirit <laughs> or women's soccer overall. So I'll be fine. So we're coming off a little bit of a break. For the team, um, obviously the whole league was on a break for the international window, and a number of our spirit players were in international friendlies. Um, did you get to watch any of the games, you two? I did listen to them. I have this weird thing about watching friendlies. It's a whole side quest of a conversation. I listened in, didn't look with my eyes. <laughs> I definitely looked with my eyes and I listened and I felt and I vibed and I was sad and I was happy and I was all the things. So yeah, I, I watched as much as I could. Nice. Yeah, I know. Spectrum. <laughs> Correct. It was very difficult to watch any games that the Spirit were in other than the U.S. Women's National Team game because I don't think that any were available anywhere in the United States, <laughs> which was a little yeah. frustrating. Very frustrating. I, I don't, I wish they would not, I, I wish that wasn't the case. You know, this is the, like the last major international break before a World Cup. And so many of the games you couldn't risk watching without like several viruses descending upon your computer. <laughs> and it just really shouldn't be that way. It's yeah, really unfortunate. Yeah, you'd think, especially a game like Canada, France, like it, it seems like they should be able to air that or that stream was... it somewhere. <laughs> That was one I was wanting to look with my eyes and not my ears, but the universe had other plans. So, so I don't want to spend a lot of time on this necessarily, but wondered if you had any thoughts, um, Andre, on how the spirit players performed in, in those games. Mm, that's an interesting question. Um, well, one, I thought Mercer Shiva for Ireland did quite well. Um, Definitely. It was, it was kind of fun to see her, you know, playing against the, the U.S. and so many of her you know, teammates, which is always a, a weird vibe, but I thought it was cool. Um, in terms of the U.S., you know, I, I still think that, you know, my, my thoughts are well documented on my, <laughs> my Twitter timeline. I am not a fan of what Vlako Andonovsky has done in this cycle with the midfield. I don't think he's using Andy Sullivan quite well uh, at all, and I'm a little disappointed about that. Um, I was excited to see Julia Ertz back, but I, I also think that, like, the team should be looking a lot better this close to a World Cup. Um, I enjoyed Trinity when she came on for Mal, which was really sad. I really hated Mal Swanson's injury. Uh, but I really liked uh, what Trinity did when she came on. She's very energetic. Um, she got in some very good positions. Unfortunately, didn't get a goal or assist. But I think you could see the kind of like danger that she possesses in, multi in different ways, too. They've, they've basically been using her to like send service from out wide. And she was getting like central. She was getting to the top of the box, inside of the box. I think she had like two headers that she probably could have scored. So like, I like seeing a more, a broader utilization of her uh, within the team. So that was exciting. Not to take away from my, I'm excited answer two minutes ago, but the US Women's National Team does have me a tiny, tiny 
small ant size, if we're like measuring it, bit worried. I'm very worried. Um, so <laughs> I don't want to say I'm very worried and then they like add on to it. So if I say it's small, they can build from there. But <laughs> I don't know. It's there's too many things that just don't seem to be clicking at the last minute and last minute injuries this close to the World Cup always make me super anxious. But I'm hoping everyone is okay and that things get better. I'm going to keep it super vague. So if I have to be worried and anxious later, then it can be then and not now. I, I definitely, I mean, I'm already feeling some of the anxiety <laughs> about that team. Um, for the Spirit players, uh, obviously, I yeah, I agreed. I noticed Marissa Shiva was on the field a lot for Ireland. Um, and I thought she, she was, you know, very active, very involved in the play. Um, I thought she looked good. And uh, a lot of the Spirit players got a lot of time in these friendlies that they may, like, uh, in particular, like, Ashley Hatch hasn't gotten a lot of time to play. So I'm glad that there was at least a little bit of rotation to actually see the players and give them some time to prove themselves before the World Cup. And we know uh, Riley Tanner also got some some time to play for Panama, although we did not have any opportunity to see that. But she did. I think she got a start and played played in both games that they, they played against the Dominican Republic. So good job, Spirits. Go Spirits. <laughs> <laughs> um, so coming up this week, we have a game on Saturday at 7 p.m. versus the North Carolina Courage. Um, all right, what are you looking forward to about that game, Joe? Okay. Earlier, FIFA Andre, he was like, he had a 6-2. And I was like, you know, if I had to predict anything... Not to say I'm expecting 6-2, but I am in the favor of it could be a good game. So if he says it again, those are his words, not mine. I am looking forward to the very aggressive... Early prediction, 6-2. <laughs> but not my words, just to be safe. <laughs> just to be safe. I am looking forward to a more aggressive game. Maybe not cleaner, exactly, because I do like a little messy game. It's more entertaining, but maybe better passes a little more offensive control in the second half. Just something to show that they're not frustrated. So I'm not anxious, if we're being clear. Um, and obviously this game, a big change from the past two, as they're going to be without Paige Mateer, um, due to her two yellow cards in the previous game against Louisville. Um, so we know she's been very important to the team. Mark Parsons has had a lot of praise for her. Um, how, how big of an impact do you think that's going to be, Andre? To be honest, if you would have asked me before the season if the Spirit were going to have like an undrafted rookie who was going to pick up a red card, you know, and miss their third game of the season, would that be a big impact? I'd have been like, no, nah, I think it'll be fine. But listening to Mark Parsons and kind of seeing how she's played in the first two games, maybe I don't, I don't know. Now I'm a little, I'm, I'm a little anxious. I kind of want to see, you know. I know she's done a lot of work. We've talked on the podcast before about a lot of the defensive work she does. She covers a lot of ground. She gets into a lot of duels. She also had her first assist, which the stat nerds decided to give to Dorian Bailey. It was not Dorian Bailey's assist to Ashley Hatch. It was Paige Mateer. And I actually dissected that play. Uh, if you go to the District Press, um, you can see uh, I did a little goal analysis of the Spirits' first three goals under Mark Parsons, or this um Mark Parsons returned to the team and you can kind of really see how she grew. She tried a very long pass um, to, to connect with Ashley Hatch like moments before. Then Hatch needed to round a, round a defender and was called for a foul. 
Then Louisville gives the ball away. In the very next sequence, she she gets a little higher up the pitch and she connects with Hatch. So you could already see like very quick development, very quick to learn. And there are a lot of things that I think she, she's been doing for the team. So I'm a little fascinated to see who he goes with to fill that role. Um, luckily, we do have players like Jordan Baggett, you know, that you can bring in. He's very experienced. But, you know, I mean, he's he's Parsons is very clearly happy and enthused about the qualities that Matera has. So filling her role doesn't sound as straightforward as I probably would have thought it would have been after this, uh, before the season. Yeah. I think he said uh, today in a, in a press conference that it may be a couple people fulfilling, you know, filling in for her. Um, I think we might see Inez Verena because I know she was warming up at least in the last game. Um, I don't remember about the home opener, but so I, I think it, we could see her make her first appearance for the spirit, which would be good. Interesting. I think that would be pretty fun. Like, yeah, I'd like to see it. it. Yeah, she's. If if you're looking for somebody that gets into a lot of duels, at least from her time with Leon, it seems like that's what she does on the pitch. So it'll be interesting to see if she can do the same thing in the NWSL. And I mean, the courage is a. It's a tough offense to 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 go against. I think that would be the team to try to get sell if any of the teams. Definitely, they're very offense heavy. Not to compliment them, just like a semi fact. They know what they're doing sometimes. They they had a lot of changes in the offseason, but I think still have a lot of scary pieces uh, for the, the on any opposing team, really, in particular, Caroline. Um, mm. What do you guys think about that? the threat of Caroline from this one? Again, not a compliment, but there are certain... <laughs> it's okay to compliment other teams. Just, not just before, only, only, only after, once the game has already been settled, then the compliments are fine, but beforehand, heavily biased just a fact it's it'll definitely be a point to see if the team the spirit will be frustrated like they were in the second half against Louisville or if they'll hold a more composed yet aggressive play like they were doing in the home opener so it's kind of going to be a what's going to happen how are they going to do don't want to say I'm anxious more curious to see how they do it if they do it I believe in them they'll do it but yeah, Caroline's an interesting one because she is by far their most dangerous attacker, particularly with Dabunia no longer there. But she was also in Germany with Brazil, you know, just a day or two ago, you know, and they, they had a great result. They beat Germany in Germany, which Germany hadn't lost at home since I think like 2017. Like it, it was, it's been a while. And, you know, they looked very good in that game. Uh, I think Brazil, the way that they play is... They're, they're at their best when they're really pressing high and, and very intensely. And she was very central to a lot of that. So not only like the mileage in terms of flying back to North Carolina from Germany, but also just the energy expended during the game, uh, which was a lot. So I don't know. I, I think I still certainly expect her to start and to have her moments, but it will be interesting to see if they're going to need to rest her, you know, pull her a little early or if she's going to be able to be as impactful, as effective as she would be if she had maybe like, you know, yeah, just if she if she hadn't flown across an ocean and played a few right. games. I do wonder how many players are going to have that, like, even like across the league, but mostly through the Spirit or Carolina game, they're going to have that international fatigue. It's always interesting to see who has it sooner rather than later. And I guess it's better to have it now as opposed to the start of the World Cup, but... That should also be like a little asterisk next to the game, depending on how it goes. 
Yeah, I, I think that'll definitely have an impact. Um, and I know Mark Parsons said earlier today that he's expecting the game to look a little more like the first game against All Rain, which was uh, a little bit more of a slog for the Spirit and not, not really playing the way they want to play. Um, but we'll see. I, I'm hoping that it'll still be a good game. I know North Carolina is always, always fun to watch the Spirit play. And as a reminder, that is uh, <laughs> 7 p.m. on Saturday. It's on Golazo, CBS's new uh, free streaming service. So check it out there. Um, but now we have a special treat for you. So, you know, don't want to make you listen to three of us too long when you could listen to us talking to the spirit's own Dorian Bailey. We'll be right back with Dorian after a short break. We are joined by a special guest. We have Dorian Bailey on the, on the podcast with us. Dorian, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. We're excited to talk with you about everything going on this season, before the season, maybe even some stuff preseason. Candy corn, we're going to talk about it all. So let's go ahead and get started. Uh, we got Joe with the first question. Okay. We've kind of been discussing this preseason, offseason with a few players this so far. How do you feel about the Spirit's new system? Everyone seems pretty confident in it, but no one's really given detail about what it is. <laughs> okay, well, I'm confident in it as well. It's a 4-4-2, and I think it really plays to our strengths. Um, we have super like fast forwards, really active forwards, and we're trying to get them in behind, you know? Um, and then, obviously, with them making runs in behind, that opens up space in our midfield, too, so we're able to play underneath as well. I'm glad yeah, someone personally. finally confirmed that it's a 4-4-2 and not a 4-3-3 because everyone's been debating it and we were very confused. So now we know. And I'm glad. <laughs> yes, 4-4-2. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I think it's I think it's because Trinity does so much defensive work that like the data sites get freaked out. And so they just assume that she's starting off as like a wide, like wide, like right forward. And it's like, no, she's, I, it looked like a 4-4-2 in action to me, but... I try to rely on the sites, and they're like, "Yeah, no, still four three three. And I'm yeah. like, "These are lies." It might morph into like a four three three looking formation <laughs> at times, just because like she is so active and Hatchie's so active. Like they help us defensively so much, and it's awesome. So, yeah. yeah. So I wanted to ask a question about your specific position. You know, when you came to the Spirit, you played fullback, and then you were in midfield. You know, had a injury, and now you're back and playing fullback. Is that a position that you like? like cherish love and are super familiar with or were you more like more of a still feel like more of a midfielder um I still feel like more of a midfielder uh, my rookie year in the league was the first time I'd ever played outside back so I kind of did that on and off for one year and it was okay that first year <laughs> but <laughs> at the end of last season they had told me about like like we we want you to play outside back like we can we see that for you. And I was like, okay, I, I trust you guys. Like as long as we're all on the same page, like I'll do it. I'll do what the team needs. And it's, it's going well so far. It's just kind of getting used to being outside. It's kind of, it's weird, you know, like you technically have more space when you're playing outside back, but the options are just, I feel like they're limited or they're different options. So it's a really different look, but they've been super helpful with, teaching me, like putting me in the best positions to be successful. So, yeah. 
Yeah, I think before the season, I was chatting with with Mark Parsons, and he was telling me that you're a great player, and he's looking for you to make the, the the jump from great to like superstar kind of level, and feels like you can do it at the right back position. So, like, what are some things in your game that you're really looking to pull out? I know you mentioned you feel a little limited in terms of like options in the midfield, but what are some some areas that you saw where like I can really like my game might suit this role quite well? Um, I think because I am technical and like more midfield style like it helps us build out of the back or like I can see pockets and like spaces that like I can move into to receive the ball that like maybe a traditional outside back might not typically do um but yeah definitely just being technical and helping us build out and like connect through the midfield and then trying to get Trin in behind <laughs> the long ball <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I this is I have to mention this because I, I love whenever there are quirks like this and it's a it's early in the season, but this makes me happy. Did you know that so far you are the only player in the NWSL to have an assist with your hands? I knew this was gonna come up. <laughs> <laughs> um I didn't know I was the only one, but <laughs> but you know what? That's another thing about playing outside back. I never take throw-ins. So now I'm like let me tell you, they're they're harder than they look. <laughs> so every time I get the ball, I'm like, I'm just I'm throwing it to Trin, you know, like <laughs> it's going to Trin, like. <laughs> yeah. That was that was awesome. I love that when I saw that like that registered as an assist. I was like, that makes me really happy, just because <laughs> of the fact that it was with your hands, but also just because yeah. it was so deep. And then Trin just took off running, and it was just like, yeah, oh. that was a moment of individual brilliance by her, like. <laughs> I was like, I get an assist for that? Okay, I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> so um, it's been a little bit weird of a startup to the season because we, you know, got so hyped up. We had the first two games, very exciting, and then a break. So how has that been for you as a player and with the team to, to have that little bit of, of break between games? Um, it's actually been nice because it kind of gives us some time to – look at how we've played those first two games and give us time to adjust. I mean, I'm not, I'm not the only person in a new position this year. Like we have a few players in like this new system. So it's kind of a nice break to be like, okay, this is how we've done these first two games. Now, like let's try to smooth out like some other stuff and watch film and try to like, fix other little things that can help us going forward. So do you think it'll be, a good transition into your next game? I mean, we're coming up maybe two days out from a game today. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think um, I mean, we'll definitely be ready for North Carolina. Um, we've, we've taken some time. We've already started, like, watching Scout and film on them. So it's given us extra time to prepare for that. And they're always a good game for us. <laughs> so we're just trying to come in as prepared as we can be. Yeah, I've always felt like North Carolina was maybe a little bit of a little bit of a rival I mean it, it does always seem to be a really good game for the spirit yeah we match up well <laughs> it's always a fight <laughs> definitely um so also coming up next week is the challenge cup um and obviously a different structure this year than previously when it was a pre-game or I'm sorry preseason tournament mm -hmm. um so was kind of just curious what how, how you feel about the change in scheduling for the challenge cup um, I'm a fan of it. I think last year it kind of hurt us <laughs> as a team, like having to play, we made it to the finals last year. So having to play like 
those extra games and then jump right into season. It was like we didn't really have a break and our season was so front loaded last year too. So I think it'll be better for everyone in the league just to kind of have the games like interspersed here and there so that, you know, you're not playing so many games at one time and then like having to go into regular season. I think it's also just like having it in preseason. I don't think you were getting the best out of teams also. Um, just like still trying to figure out stuff like within the team. So like, having it like interspersed, I think is going to give us better games. And I think just all around for like the health of the players, like the quality. Um, I'm excited that it's like scheduled the way that it is this year. So had a question about, you know, your, your travels pre this season, pre preseason, pre everything, believe you went to the men's world cup. Is that correct? I did. Yes. And, and I guess, first of all, the overall experience, but then I also think you're, you may, and correct me if I'm wrong, fairly big Messi fan. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I love Messi, but I'm so sad. I didn't get to see Argentina play. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) I know. I know. But, um, I got tickets through the lottery, so we just kind of got luck of the draw with the games, and sadly, no Argentina games, but that's okay. (laughs) Did you get to see any good ones? Yeah, so I got to see five games. I saw USA, England, France, Denmark, Canada, Croatia, South Korea, Ghana, and then USA, Iran, and it was completely just luck of the draw, so (laughs) I mean... We, we got really lucky because those all, all those games were like super fun, good games. The atmosphere was awesome. So yeah, really lucky. But like, what are some of the like most memorable trips? Is that something you try to do, I guess, in the off season in between seasons is try to take like a big trip since you can't really do much during the season? I mean, not typically. That's the first time I've taken a big trip in the off season, but I was... I really wanted to go and my mom and sister, they love to travel also. And so I was like kind of putting it in their head. I was like, you know, it'd be pretty cool to go to the World Cup. So we had started like working on like getting tickets. That was the first thing we were like, are we even going to be able to get tickets? Um, Probably back in like April or like March, March or April. And then like slowly we just started like planning more and more out. And then we were like, you know what? I think we're just going to do this. Like, <laughs> and no regrets. <laughs> Loved every minute of it. That's awesome. I'm, I was a little jealous, especially because, you know, I'm, I'm like, not that I really want to get into the details, but I think I know where you and I are on this question, the Messi versus Ronaldo thing. I think that case <laughs> is closed now, uh, yeah, but yeah, definitely with him, like, <laughs> winning a world cup makes me feel like okay i'm i'm glad that now it's not just like a hypothetical debate we could end it now is that how you feel as well yeah and like i love ronaldo too all respect to ronaldo but i just think messi is so special (laughs) yeah kind of piggybacking off of that because that kind of leads right into the next question but i'm going to start kind of with like again with the memes that i keep bringing up but everyone always says that when you're like a little kid, you're like seven or eight, you either pick Messi or Ronaldo. And I need to know if you did the same thing because that's what I did for Messi. And I I mean, I've been a Messi fan, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Very young. I'll say there's an age gap to this question, but. (laughs) It just seems like that's how it is. And I don't know how to explain it other than the meme I've seen for it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why 
I don't know why you have to pick one. You know what? They're like, <laughs> they're I not probably biased like a similar that, player. So the comparison doesn't make sense because of their style. Yeah. But like, yeah. I don't know. There always has to be a comparison, I guess. Yeah. But right. So do you have any other soccer idols like growing up or even now? Yes. Um, <laughs> I love Modric. And when I saw Croatia and Canada play, like he was phenomenal. Like the way he reads the game and he knows exactly what he's going to do before the ball even comes to him. Like the way their midfield played, they were just doing like one twos around everyone. And it was beautiful. And I just love the way he plays. So he was, I'm really glad I got to see him. Yeah. So you know what I have to do now? <laughs> okay. we, we, we have to talk about your dream five-a-side teams. Okay. Okay. I'll filibuster a little bit. I think Dorian has her contemplated face on right now. So I better test you, but let's see. Your, your dream five-a-side. Well, you guys know my first pick already. <laughs> <laughs> We're taking Messi, number one. Nice. I have to go Modric. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to pick all midfielders here. This is what I'm about to do. <laughs> I'm here for it. <laughs> can it, it can be like any player like from the past sure yeah, yeah let's absolutely. open it up yeah let's, let's get historical okay i'm zidane yes i'm gonna put him in there headbutts uh, you know in case you need him yeah <laughs> <laughs> i need someone to like you know <laughs> be the enforcer a little bit okay i've said three names let's see here um oh iniesta i got i gotta put him in there those are really good so, team I'm going here this is <laughs> just going all technical midfielders uh do I need to pick a goalie I'm, a- I'm gonna say no just because I'm I kind of like it now the like the midfielder thing is going so I don't want it to stop so let's go let's just do it all midfielders okay let's go hmm well maybe I'll throw a forward in there because <laughs> I, I could put a uh, Holland in there for, for now, you know, like he'll he'll definitely score. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that robot. <laughs> yeah. As a city fan, I'm gonna pretend you're pandering towards me, and I'm just gonna carry on. <laughs> what do they say? No defense, just vibes. There it is. All yeah. vibes. Yeah. All vibes. <laughs> That's so bad coming from a new defender. Now. <laughs> I was gonna say, do you have somebody who? I mean, you you kind of not necessarily modeling your game after, but do you have a a, a fullback who you kind of have been watching or do you yeah actually I I really like watching Cancelo um I like how he gets up into the attack more and uh, sometimes he's he kind of drifts into the midfield a little bit so I like that <laughs> I think uh Alexander Arnold like his service like he hits the ball so cleanly like on a dime so I would love to be able to learn to do that um and then actually um, I might mispronounce her last name, like Olga Carbona, I want to say. Olga um, Carbona with uh, Real Madrid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time I watch her play, she's phenomenal. Left back, like, she gets the job done, and she is great on the attack, super technical also. Yeah. I do have, like, two completely random questions now, completely okay. sort of unrelated to anything. <laughs> okay. The first one is about the FIFA adding NWSL players. Okay. One, did you see your rating? And if you didn't, in general, how does it feel to be in a video game now? Okay, well, I haven't seen my rating. Well, I don't really, I don't play video games, so <laughs> I, <laughs> but I did see 
on Twitter, someone was like playing and like my player scored a goal and like they tagged me in it or something. And I was like, okay, that, that was pretty cool. But, <laughs> but no, I haven't, I haven't really looked into it. And, uh, but it, it's super cool that we're on FIFA now. Like, I mean, and that's just, that's kind of like a dream, you know, like <laughs> my little brother's probably going to be playing FIFA and like, he can choose me as a player. Like, that's really cool. That's so cool. The other question. I won't lie. I played, I, before you ask this question, I just have a confession to make. That I, because it keeps up with the NWSL schedule. So I went to play with the Spirit because I was, I had to like tweak the formation to put them in a 4-4-2 because that's not how they are in the game. And so I did all that and I ended up playing North Carolina and I'm just saying like no pressure, but I won 6-2. So I'm just. Oh gosh. Wow. <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully that's like a foreshadowing. Okay. <laughs> It's actually really good. This question, hear me out. Okay, just you're in season, but hear me out. Say it's Halloween time and you have candy corn in front of you. Is that a yes or a no? That's a no for me. <laughs> I'm making you make the whole roster and so far it's no's. Okay. If I'm desperate, maybe I'll have a few pieces, but like that That's is going to be one of the just mess that out. Okay, I'm accepting that. If you're desperate. She's about if to I'm go in the shop. Low, she'll have the candy corn. <laughs> okay, if not candy corn then, and let's just say it's the off season, what's like your go-to candy? Or like something, even just snack, I guess. It doesn't have to be candy. Okay, well, I, I love dessert. So I'm an ice cream girl. I love ice cream and cookies. No, I kind of want to know <laughs> Warm cook- what ice cream flavor, because I will. Okay, usually, it. yeah, usually like uh, chocolate, but maybe with like some raspberry swirl in there. <laughs> I'm getting really specific <laughs> here. But... <laughs> or like peanut butter in there, like, yeah, something like that. I know what asking, because now I kind of want ice cream, so. <laughs> no, I see, well, here's, this is great, because now... You brought up cookies, and that's my specialty. All right, so okay. now I need I need more information about the cookie obsession. Okay, well, actually, Aubrey Kingsbury makes the best cookies. I'm sure you guys have probably heard about them because they're like they're famous on our team. But she's an amazing baker, and she brings in cookies, and it's dangerous because, like, I'm I'm taking like five home. I'm like I don't need all this, but they're so good. Like, <laughs> yeah, What's she in makes. Them? Well, she makes different kinds. There's like, she has like a peanut butter, like Reese's Pieces one, like cookies and cream. Like she, she's legit. She's legit. Okay. And so this is making me first of all, I have two questions. I need to know, like, has Don Scott been like enough? No more cookies? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> she hasn't, she hasn't said that. <laughs> she's probably yeah, but, too. She can't yeah. Yeah, it might get to that point though. If like we have a lot of birthdays coming up, which we we do we do in April, so <laughs> she might have to like put a limit on that. <laughs> all right, and now uh, your specific like, there's like all every time on the internet, whenever like there's a discussion, it becomes basically a massive debate. So there's a massive debate about like what the best cookie is, like the number one top, like your favorite cookie. What is it according to Dorian Bailey? I think I'm gonna have to go like classic chocolate chunk, maybe like put some peanut butter chips in there. It's actually yeah. kind of surprising. Most people just yeah. say like a regular sugar cookie, mm-hmm. which no, no, I no. don't agree with. I yeah, 
you you can't get too crazy with it though, you know, because then it's like overwhelming. It doesn't yeah, do it. Bland. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm questioning I, your me, sources. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say for me, a sugar cookie is not a cookie. I call it a wafer. So if anybody yeah. hands me a, a sugar cookie, I'm like, no, I don't want a wafer I'm right glad now. No that. It's not the candy corn thing. I'm glad it's not a plain sugar cookie. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> um, so I have I have one more question for you, spirit related, and I want to talk about the the rebrand, the event that kind of went on and everything for the for the spirit rebrand. We've kind of asked everyone about it, um, and so I kind of I have two questions, and the first is going to be just like your overall response and reaction to like getting rid of the old school like spirit branding. Maybe not getting rid of it completely, but you know the badge yeah. has changed in terms of becoming like a monochrome or, or whatever you want to say it uh, kind of badge, and then going with all black and all white this year. I love the new jerseys and uniforms. I think they look so sleek and cool. So I'm all for the rebrand. Um, <laughs> I think I think we just, it was time for like something different. And yeah, I'm on board with the black and white. So I'm a big fan. <laughs> Yeah. I hesitate to do this because I won last time, but I feel like that's, <laughs> I feel like it's, I feel like that's not fair. So I think I'm going to do it. We, we chatted as a podcast about like our favorite, like our rebrand ideas. And so we want to like run them by you and have you rank them first, okay. second, and third, if you're ready. I keep doing this and I keep yeah. forgetting I know. I, I, I said I'm testing it. Tara said I won last time. So like, I'm, I'm like, I'm hey, I should just keep I, it that way. I'm just not remembering, but okay. Yeah, we're going to do a different idea every time. <laughs> go for it. Change um, it. I'll tell you what mine is, and then I'll have Joe go next and then Annie. So mine was, I want to keep the black and white because I agree with you. I think it looks sleek, but I want the accent color to be gold. Not like yellow, but actual, maybe not like actual gold. That'd be ridiculous. But like a nice, shiny kind of gold. Okay, Joe, your idea. First, I love that you keep putting emphasis that it's not yellow, but gold. <laughs> Correct. It is. It, that's important. Okay. That's my fault. I'm almost. I brought Pittsburgh into it. <laughs> exactly. I can't, I can't remember Pittsburgh. It's like, it's a thing. Okay. I'm almost positive that I said something with pink and purple, not at the same time, but pink or purple, and like either keeping the all black or the all white, and maybe like a blue. That could be wrong. I have no idea what I said, but that sounds close. Maybe. I don't know. Okay. Okay. I was going to change my idea, but I'll keep it the same. You can change um, it if you want. Well, I watched the, you know, U.S. Women's National Team versus Ireland game this week, and I'd really like to see some green in the league. That's actually... I haven't, like, teal is not green, yeah. so there, I don't think there's any real green. I'd like to see that. That's... Yeah, that's a good point. I don't think there is. And now I feel like I need the to only green is usually like the thorn shorts. Yeah. Right? I think that's like the only green, and that's like a very dark kind of... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Army green sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, no okay. one is green. I literally had to look it up. Cause, hmm. Okay. Okay, well, I, I hate to do this, but I think the black and white, the gold accent... I knew it. <laughs> it's just cool. I'm 2-0. <laughs> It's just cool. I don't know. I'm just <laughs> that it's not yellow, and I'm on board because yeah, yeah. As long as it's not yellow, I can't root for Pittsburgh. It would just it would physically yeah. hurt me. Yeah, we we are kind of like black, white, and chrome right now, which which I, I think of, is really I cool. really do like it. I like the chrome too because it was like iridescent. I don't know if like 
you can could really tell but in like the media day pictures like depending mm -hmm. on the angle like some people were like is it orange or green yeah it was like a different color for like each person it looked really cool yeah i think that's cool so i would stick with the chrome i also like the gold idea I'm sorry uh, to my co-host. Uh, I thought we might get a different answer, but apparently I just win. So I don't I'm know. Sorry, we can be side. quietly right. It's fine. <laughs> as long as we all agree that like it's not yellow, then I'm not seeing the problem. I'm all on board. Nice. Yeah. Fair. Fair. <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, th those are the end of my questions. Does anybody else have any questions that you wanted to ask Dorian before we allowed her to get out of here? And again, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, of course. I think I asked enough. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I have any more questions. Just thank you. Like Andre said, thank you so much for joining us. We yeah. appreciate it a lot. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And good luck this season. And we'll have to have you back on uh, later on in the season, you know, see how the fullback range is going. Yeah, I'll if give you, you get another assist, maybe with your hands, I'll be very excited to talk about that again. Yeah. You know, keep, keep, just keep throwing it to Trent. You know, like, it's like kicking and screaming when they're like, get the ball, the Italians. It's like, that's what I'm like when I'm throwing the ball. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. Just throw it to Trent. Like, <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode. Remember to like, subscribe, review, and rate five stars. You can follow us on Twitter at Hey Spirits. And as always, go Spirits.